Ladies and gentlemen, it's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al pie del cañón, ready for anything. I'm Rob, that's the Natch, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on this very special Friday edition of The Probo Show. How are you doing out there, folks? It's 8.30 a.m. Central European Time, 2.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for our friends in the United States, and... Ooh, 3.30 in the afternoon, I think, for our friends in Hong Kong and the Philippines. How are you doing? I'm Rob, and you're listening to The Probo Show. Um, how are you doing out there, Natch? Fine, thank you. Um, uh, how's it going, man? How, what plans for the weekend? None. Not a, no? no? Oh, congratulations, no, man. Thank you. <laughs> me me neither i've well since i had my tooth extracted i'm gonna i haven't eaten solid food natch i've been eating eating food like a baby yesterday izzy said do you want me to mash your potatoes <laughs> i don't know so if i have a curry tonight i think she's gonna she's gonna chew the chicken and spit it into my mouth like an adult bird does to its baby i think that's how that's gonna go so yeah, no plans either. Some binge watching on Sunday though, Natch. On Sunday, I do have a special plan. That plan being to do an episode of the Probo Show after dark. What? Yeah, Sunday night, an after dark episode of the Probo Show. Why? Because I have a meeting that lasts two days. There'll be no live show on Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, I've I've been in touch with NATO. <laughs> To do, to negotiate my uh, release from capture, <laughs> unbelievable! Isn't that like a human's human rights violation having a two day meeting? Isn't that how they break terrorists in Guantanamo Bay? I think it is. <laughs> Wait, no, whatever. So no live show on um, on Monday morning or on um, on Tuesday morning, but on Sunday evening there will be uh, live Probo Show, so don't miss that. Sunday evening. What time? Oh, God, guys, calm down. Um, <laughs> I don't know yet. I don't know yet. Probably around 6 in the afternoon. Now, let's see who's joining us in the live audience. If you want to be as beautiful and as sexy as these people joining us live, you join us at twitch.tv barra professional bohemian twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian join in the live show and interact and be part of the action today we have vero and the bridge and a few more that haven't said good morning yet how are you doing vero good morning beautiful warriors around the universe and beyond how do you feel today rob um good yesterday i had to go to get my um to get some x-rays and a bone density uh test done on my jaw yeah, because I have no teeth now. <laughs> I, can't, I literally can't chew anything. So he's going to put some fake teeth in there. Uh, the bridge is here. Good morning. It, that's it, Rob. Keeping me on my toes. Yes, yeah, Sunday evening, guys. Don't miss it. It's going to be a good one. You know we have a lot of fun on these After Dark episodes of the show. Um, Natch, are you going to come over to my house on Sunday evening? Yes. Oh, no. Sorry. No, I don't think he can. He's got plans. <laughs> Didn't you just say two minutes ago you had no plans? <laughs> Uh, Mr. Cruzando is with us as well. How are you doing, Mr. Cruzando? Welcome, welcome. All right. Oh, my God, friends. And Min the Merciless. Oh, my God. The gang's all here. Okay, friends. I thoroughly tortured the elves this evening. But, my God. And they provided me with one hell of a show. In today's 100 Humans, we're keeping it easy today, friends. It's name a vegetable, uh, nombra una verdura, that is not green. Que no sea verde. Name a vegetable that's not green. Um, obviously very linked to today's unpopular opinion. We'll get to that in a second. Um, incomplete the news. Hopefully we'll do the news about Ridley Scott um, that we couldn't do yesterday. And we'll talk about vending machines in Germany. Um, in today's unpopular opinion in the first half of the show, oh my God, it is a good one. Um, a lot of controversy online about this one. A lot of messages. You guys. Today's unpopular opinion is the stigma. Oh, no, 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 no. no. That's not today's unpopular opinion. Come on. The elves are going crazy. The obsession with um, organic food is more about status than it is about health. Woo. The 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 obsession with ob organic food is more about status 
than it is about health. Um, la obsesión por los alimentos ecológicos tiene más que ver con el estatus que con la salud. Not even a nivelazo. And it's Friday, guys. I have to, I have to chew glass to get a nivelazo. Vaya nivelazo. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of controversy in that one. We'll get into that later on. Of course, we have some news. And um, before we get into that, um, Min says, good morning. How are you doing, Min? Joining us all the way from the Netherlands. Okay, so, um, wow, I'm here. You're here. Natch is here. Why don't we look at some news today? So, Elon, Elon's in trouble. Wah, wah, wah. Recurring character on the show, Mr. Elon Musk. I'm sure Elon Musk only exists to give people online an excuse to write articles. Here we go. So, Elon Musk should face an SEC probe. SEC is the Securities and Exchange Commission. Um, uh, Elon Musk should face an SEC probe um, over his claims that no monkeys died as a result of the Neuralink implants. Remember, we kind of did, we touched on this story a um, a few weeks ago. Uh, Elon Musk debería enfrentarse a una investigación del, de la SEC sobre sus afirmo, afirmaciones que ningún mono murió como resultado de los implants Neuralink. Dice, dicen los legisladores. Eh, no, Natch. Yeah, I, when he, he gives me a look every now and again like, yeah, you did your best. <laughs> I've only been here 20 years. Come on, Natch. <laughs> so yeah, let me fill you in on this um, on this piece of news. All right, so Elon made these claims that it's been tested successfully on animals, and um, and uh, it was later, I think, it, in a Washington Post report. Maybe maybe I'm wrong about that. Um, it was later discovered that yes, a ton of these poor monkeys died and and Neuralink hid those um, those claims um and uh, and now some legislators legislators in the United States some lawmakers are saying that Elon needs to face a probe about um these these deaths why because now Neuralink is being tested on humans oh my god um Mentos, unless you're lying, says the bridge. I don't understand that cryptic message, bridge. My brain's not um, <laughs> my brain's not there right now at 8.30 in the morning. Uh, bon to Iron Man's with us. Good morning, friends. Thank God it's Friday. Amen to you. Can we get a Probo approved for the amazing BTI? Probo approved. And the bridge, Mr. Cruthando and Vero. You're doing God's work, guys. Well done. So Elon Musk is under scrutiny for his claims about Neuralink brain chip and its testing on monkeys. Four Democratic House representatives have urged the SEC to investigate Musk for potential securities fraud. This follows reports of health issues and eventual euthanasia of a dozen monkeys implanted with the Neuralink chip. Musk had previously stated that no monkeys died due to the implant, a claim now challenged by lawmakers and the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. Neuralink, which received FDA approval for human trials. Oh, my God. Pray for the humans who who trust Elon Musk, please. Neuralink, which received FDA approval for human trials, plans to implant the chip in thousands of people aiming to assist those with paralysis and protect humanity from all threats. Musk's comments and Neuralink's practices are now under significant examination. How can this be that the FDA approved human trials without doing any investigation into the animals? um, Oh, no, Elon said the animals were fine. Perfect. Unbelievable, guys. How are you doing, Ronnie? Welcome, welcome. Um... Val, Val, I can't understand what you're saying, Bridge. There's a mixture of characters there in, in lowercase and uppercase. Um, uh, hello, folks. How are you doing, Ronnie? Welcome, welcome. All right, so there you go. Yeah, Elon under scrutiny some, um, yeah. Just, you know, if if a South African billionaire says, I'm going to put a chip in your head, just say no, guys. Just say no. Elon, no. Try on more monkeys. <laughs> All right. 
Netflix. Get this. This is um, uh, this is weird production news and and sadly believable production news in the, from the world of entertainment. Netflix handed a director millions to make a sci-fi series, but he squandered it on stocks, cryptocurrency, and flashy cars. Flashy cars, como coches, coches que molan. I don't know. Flashy cars. Um, uh, coches llamativos. Oh, nah. Nivelazo. Yeah, yeah, you were quick on that one. That was a good one. <laughs> um, Netflix le dio millones a un director para hacer una serie de ciencia ficción, pero, um, pero él los despilfarró. Oh, thank you, thank you. Vaya yeah, yeah. Lots of nods there in the cabin. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> en acciones, criptomonedas y coches llamativos. This is coming from uh, New York Times. Who is this director? Carl Eric Reinsch, um, known for directing 47 Ronin, misused millions of dollars provided by Netflix for producing a sci-fi series. Instead of using the funds for the series... Um, Reinsch made a significant or engaged in a, in stock and cryptocurrency trading. He lost 5.9 million in stock trading, but made a significant profit by investing in Dogecoin. Dogecoin, if you don't know, this is again um, in the in the universe of Elon Musk. This is Elon Musk's favorite and much um, promoted uh, digital currency, Dogecoin. Turning four million into, into nearly twenty-seven million, so he made twenty-seven million dollars. Um, Natch never bothered making the TV series. <laughs> Reinch a um, extravagantly spent eight point seven million dollars on luxury cars, designer items, including a Ferrari and five Rolls Royces. Jeez, Louise! <laughs> Despite investing over fifty-five million, Netflix. Um, has not received any episodes of the series. Netflix was um, has written off the series, stating that Reinch has uh, is, was unlikely to complete the project. He is currently in um, confidential arbitration proceedings with Netflix, claiming they owe him at least fourteen million in damages for contract breach. My God, dude! I would Netflix give me give me a hundred thousand. I'll make you a TV series. I'll make you 50 episodes. Guys, I made 200 episodes of TV for about 500 euros. Netflix, give me give me a Natch some money. Give us a million. We'll make it happen. We'll make the dream come true. Natflix, if you're listening, um, robinthenatch.com. Doesn't exist, but it could if you gave us some money. All right. Um, how are we doing, Ronnie? Hello, folks. Todo nativo de español. Gracias. You know who knows that I'm bilingual, um, Ronnie? You, me, and Tim Cook, CEO of Apple, since we made it into the top 100 of Spanish-speaking um, <laughs> comedy podcasts. Yeah, there you go. We're officially bilingual in, in Spanish. Um, oh, Cassie says Vero. Oh, come on, Vero. I need a probo disapproved for comments like that. <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, last piece of news. Last piece of news. Do we have time? Yeah. Moral, more or less, más o menos. Um, do you want do you want to know about tech? Some some interesting technology, Natch, or 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 some uh, or the lawyer that is suing uh, um, AI developers. What would you prefer to know about? Technology. Technology. Okay. Good. Some positive news. I approve. Probo proofs. The world's first electric flying passenger ship could revolutionize how we travel on water. This is a fascinating story. I was debating whether to do this one or not because you really need to see the picture. So if you want to see that picture, guys, go to profe um, go to patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. You can see the picture of this fascinating new technology, which is a ship that floats above the water. It's amazing. So el primer barco de pasajeros volador eléctrico. Mm, all right. Whatever. The, the, the translation elf has had a stroke. Let's give him a minute to catch his breath. <laughs> um, del mundo pod, podría revolucionar la forma de viajar sobre el agua. 
So the world's first electric flying passenger ship, the Candela P-12, has successfully completed test flights in Sweden. And it's set to join Stockholm's public transport network in 2024. It's incredible, this thing. It looks like a boat, but it kind of floats above the water. It's amazing. This 39-foot vessel, powered by 252-kilowatt-hour battery, can carry up to 30 passengers and achieve speeds of up to 25 knots, 29 miles per hour, for our American friends, with a maximum speed of 30 knots, which is 35 miles per hour. Um, its innovative design ut- utilizes hydrofoils to lift the hull above the water, significantly reducing drag and allowing for higher speeds with less power compared to traditional boats. It's incredible. It's incredible because this is an electric vehicle. And as you know, traditional aircraft, so traditional sea craft, they do, spend, they do um, uh, cause quite a bit of damage to the environment. So the more of these um, amazing Amazing inventions that come um, come into the public access, uh, the better for all of us. Translation Elf needs a salary rise, says Vero. You know, no, you know, worst comes to worst, uh, Vero. I'll just throw him in the incinerator and we'll get a new one. Done. <laughs> Pro Bushel, powered by elves. All right, friends, on that note, let's go to today's unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. Oh, my God, friends, here we are in unpopular opinion territory. Um, Yeah, it's a good one today. Uh, Today's brain fat, today's pedo cerebral, today's pedo mental is the obsession with organic food is more about status than it is about health. Um, La obsesión por los alimentos ecológicos tiene más que ver con el status que con la salud. Um, yeah, so this was um, a controversial one. Got lots of messages from um, my friends on Instagram. We'll get into those in the second half of the show. Um, how do you think people voted on on Instanatch? They said true. They did say true by a little, by a lot. A little. Yeah, I would kind of agree with that. Sixty-eight percent. Sixty-eight percent. Yeah, in between a little, a little and a lot, maybe. Um, so yeah, this is um, this is fascinating because this is again part of this little series we're doing on on natural versus synthetic, right? Um, uh, let's dig into it. So I thoroughly tortured the elves. They provided me with some pros and cons. Let's get into those right now. Um, In the pro column, agreeing that organic food is more about status than health. For some individuals, purchasing organic food is a status symbol. It's a way to align with a certain lifestyle or image that is perceived as affluent, conscientious or fashionable. It's true, right? You see them there, the pijos, the posh people with their hemp bags buying organic carrots that cost like a euro each <laughs> you know while the rest of us the plebs were in carrefour stuffing up bags full of gmo um, vegetables but is there really a difference we'll get into that some more evidence um, of whether that's true or not in the second half. Let's um, keep on with the pros and cons. The the marketing of organic products often emphasizes exclusivity and superiority over conventional foods, which can appeal to to uh, more to status conscious rather than genuine health concerns. You know what I'd like to see, Natch? I'd like to see the Venn diagram of where Apple people who buy Apple products and people who... Um, uh, who uh, buy organic f- fruit and veg. I'd like to see that. I, I would say that's there's a hell of an overlap there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Next, the cost factor. Organic foods generally cost more than their non-organic counterparts. This price difference can make organic foods a subtle indicator of one's financial capability. Um, next, and final point in the pro column. With the rise of social media, the consumption of organic food has become part of a larger trend. 
sharing choices about org- Ooh, organic consumption can be more about participating in a social trend than actual health benefits. Carrot selfie. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Those are your pro points. Let's get into the cons now. Um, for the 68 people um, out there that that didn't agree with this, this is how the other side of the aisle are thinking. Many consumers turn to organic foods to avoid pesticides, chemicals, and genetically modified organisms, GMOs, uh, driven by a genuine concern for their health and well-being. The preference for organic food often stems from a concern for the environment, as organic farming practices are generally more sustainable and less harmful to ecosystems. That's hard to argue. That's true. Whether there is... um, whether there's a health benefit benefit to the consumer, that I would say is under debate. But whether organic farming is better for the environment, I think you can't argue with that. Uh, next, quality and taste. Um, some people prefer organic food because they'll find it fresher and better tasting. The focus here is on the quality of the food rather than the, its status symbol. Next, organic farming methods are often associated with more humane treatment of animals and fairer treatment of farmers and workers, aligning with ethical consumerism rather than status. Interesting. These are all um, uh, these are all fascinating points. I'm interested um, of you guys in the chat what your opinions uh, what your opinions are, because um, because this is certainly this is certainly something we've seen before. Right, and most of you, when we argued Natch and I about um, about if natural is better or not than synthetic, right? We've covered that in terms of beauty, and now we're covering it in terms of food. Most of you said no, 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 natural, nine times out of ten, better. However, here we're making the um, we're making the argument of food, and you seem not to be on board. So I want to dig into. I want to understand thoroughly why you think that. Um, Vero here says, uh, many people think having organic food is cooler, but that's not true. Fruit and vegetables have the same vitamins coming straight from the soil than um, than being treated. Can we get um, a Probo approved for Vero? Probo approved. What do you think about this, Natch? Uh, I think the price mm, makes it like unaffordable for the end. Yeah, yeah. For uh, normal people, so it has to be a thing of status. Uh, of status, because I have no chance to buy them. Okay. I, I would like it. I would yeah. like to, but I can't. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the here's some interesting info, right? So I've got a bunch of articles here. I will I will post these links, by the way, in um, in my Patreon, Patreon on uh, a professional Bohemian on Patreon. Organic food, fact versus perception, American Heart Association. This from the American Heart Association, um, and it highlights that while organic food is popular and often perceived as more nutritious and safer, these beliefs are more rooted in hype and marketing than in science. Um, Next, uh, the sweet taste of pro-social status. This is an article from research.net, a publication... um, A publication there, a scientific uh, publication. Research indicates that consuming organic foods can act as a a status signal and people with a higher preference for status tend to purchase more organic foods. Yeah, I did some, uh, we did some research, didn't we, Natch? Taylor and Francis online. Organic food and impact on human health. Another scientific um, publication. Consumer studies consistently show strong health motivations for buying organic products. However, the scientific proof supporting these expectations is not conclusive, indicating a gap between consumer beliefs and scientific evidence. I can continue. I have a ton of these, like a metric ton. I will post all of them in my Patreon. So we are, again, I'm coming back to this idea where natural is being used as a marketing buzzword, whereas the science tends to be inconclusive. 
we humans have have um, demonstrated an immense ingenuity in in um, modifying our environment to make it more acceptable to us. And I think quite often um, marketing and business uses words like buzzwords like organic and natural to sell us on something that isn't necessarily better. Now, that's just my opinion, friends. And my and opinions, as Grandpa Bo used to say, they're like buttholes. Everyone has one and they all stink including mine. That's why I want to know yours. Um, is uh, is the uh, consumption or the popularity of organic food more about status than it is about health? True or false? I'll post a poll for our live audience and you guys will tell me. Uh, quickly before we go, Mr. Cruzando, because nowadays organic food is really expensive. Not everyone can buy it. So I guess somehow it's about the status. All right, guys, I've got to go to a quick commercial break. So many things you could have been doing today. But instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me and the Natch. And it means the world. See you soon. Hey, guys, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find VODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind-the-scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian, and you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professional bohemian or Twitter at probo, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. It's the Friday edition of the Probo Show. Guys, don't forget, there will be no live show on Monday or Tuesday because I'm being kidnapped. Call the police. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Someone fly into Grados and rescue me. <laughs> um, so yeah, no live show on Monday or Tuesday, but Sunday night something special sunday night around 6 p.m come um come uh, yeah i was gonna say that in spanish jeez i'm doing that um sunday night 6 p.m uh, same time as we usually do a late night episode sunday night we'll do a special episode and maybe a um a little um, a little extra to cover those two days why am i so insistent why do i never let a show go Two reasons, really. Number one, I love it. This is in my blood. Number two, I love you guys. I want to spend time with you. And number three, for some reason, right now, the podcast has exploded, guys. I don't know what you're doing, um, uh, leaving great reviews, sharing it with your friends. I don't know what has happened. But guys, you have made this one of the most popular shows, not only on Vaughn Radio. Right now, we're number two, Natch, you and me. Um, but also one of the most popular shows, podcasts on the, um, on Vault Radio. So thank you so very much. You guys rock the block. Can we get a Probo approved for everyone? Probo approved. Natch, one day I'm going to be as famous as you. <laughs> All right. Um, if you've just tuned in, it's 9 a.m. Central European time, 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. for our friends in Hong Kong and the Philippines. Um, a big special hug and a nibble of the ear to you amazing podcast listeners. Um, what did you miss? You missed us talking about Elon Musk potentially face, facing an inquiry by the SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission. We looked at the director who was handed millions uh, by Netflix to make a series for, um, um, for a sci-fi series for them and then squandered it all on the stock market and in cryptocurrency. I don't know how I feel about this, Natch. Maybe maybe this guy is my new hero. <laughs> I don't know. Give Natch and I 10% of that and we will make you. Oh, God, Netflix. We're going we're gonna to rock your world. Right, Natch? A million? <laughs> yeah 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 give us half of what you gave him we'll just give we'll give you the best damn show you've ever seen <laughs> you like reality tv right we'll just take buy two cameras snatch and we'll just film <laughs> i don't know i don't know we can work on the production later first thing the money uh, so we spoke about the Netflix, um, the Netflix director who uh, squandered a ton of cash, and uh, finally we um, we mentioned the the first electronic flying passenger ship, a ship that hovers above the water on aerofoils powered by electricity. 
Yeah, with a massive 252 kilowatt hour battery that powers it. Um, brilliant stuff. I know a lot of you write to the show and say, Rob, the future is um, uh, is not uh, electricity or electric powered cars or vehicles. It's hydrogen. I understand that, but yeah, it seems to be that. Um, uh, it seems to be that. That uh, yeah, that we're just making great advances in battery life and things like that. So yeah, who knows, man? I'm just happy as long as we're not polluting, you know. Um, it makes me so happy. Oh, thank you, Bridge. Yeah, it makes me happy too. We're doing um, we're doing really well. The show is um, the show is doing really really well. So thank you, thank you, you guys. Um, and then we moved on to today's unpopular opinion. Quite um, quite a controversial one. Quite counterintuitive. I got a lot of messages on um, on Instagram with regards to this. Um, KNDY said organic food equals organic versions of food after several centuries of botanical experimentation in form of crossbreeding and genetic modification. It's the biggest con out there. Let me let me unpack that because he makes an amazing point. Organic food. Have you seen what a, what an actual tomato in the wild looks like? Or an actual um, uh, or an actual potato or an actual carrot? We've seen what the wild varieties of these look like. Let me tell you something, guys. Doesn't look like what you buy in the su- in the organic supermarket. Organic food has still gone through centuries of modification by what is an ingenious creature, meaning us, the human, uh, the human species. <laughs> it is a con. Can we get um? Uh, can we get KND uh, a big? Um, Probo approved. Probo approved. Brilliant. Brilliant comment there. Uh, Vanessa said, yes, sadly, it's probably more to post how wonderful I am because I eat organic food on Instagram than it is for health reasons. And uh, Vero, we read, well, I've got some more here cut and paste into my notes. Helen said, I see both sides. While organic food has healthy benefits, I believe the hype is often overblown. Leo writing to us again. Honestly, it's a bit of both. Uh, Maria, it's not about status at all. It's about caring for our planet and our bodies. I'm only. Go- I'm going to guess here. Natch. Maria does yoga. She has a. She has an Apple phone, <laughs> and she spends at least an hour every day meditating, and she wears hemp. <laughs> I'm joking. Come on. I know that statement probably made you all very, very angry. What you need to understand is I don't care. <laughs> your tears are delicious. And your anger only makes me more powerful. Okay, anyway, Eric says, I get the health part, but organic is just too pricey for me. Amen, me too. Me too. How do they expect us to pay for organic food? See, this is, I mean, if you look at any market, it's marketing text, it's textbook marketing, right? You create a demand by saying that it's better, new and improved, make your makes your clothes even whiter, preserves the color in your clothes. The other dishwashing detergents don't, but it costs twice as much. It's it's just textbook marketing. Um, again, I I have dug out six articles. Some of them from scientific journals, um, others just normal articles. I will post them in my um, in my Patreon, so you can all check those out at your own leisure. With regards to this organic food um, topic, it does seem to me that it is a lot about status. Natch, I have been to organic. I went to an organic supermarket in my old um, where I used to live, Ventas, in on the top floor of the big Ventas market, used to have um, an organic food market. None of those people looked like you and me, man. <laughs> Not one of them. <laughs> Not one of them. No, the people who liked, looked like you and me were downstairs in the normal market buying normal fruit and vegetable. If they really cared about your health, friends, it wouldn't be as expensive as it is. Let me repeat that. If they really cared about your health, it would be cheaper. But they don't. What they care about is their own financial damn interests. I mean, even in supermarkets now. I mean, and what what oof, I'm getting I'm getting angry, Natch. My tears are delicious today. <laughs> 
What angers me the most is that you see these options in supermarkets, you see the expense in your price, and you, just like everybody else, wants to look after your family, wants to look after your own health. And the frustration and the um, and the anxiety that it causes, knowing that you're buying something that um, uh, that may be inferior, less healthy than another option. When nine times out of ten, or look, I can't say um, I can't say one hundred percent that it's healthier or not. What I can say is it's inconclusive. So the the kind of the the anxiety or the the way that it makes you feel less not buying the organic option that is a problem in the words of the famous um of a famous comic that i used to um uh, that i used to greatly admire a guy called bill hicks have you ever heard of bill hicks natch in his show revelations he once said if you work in marketing or advertising kill yourselves <laughs> it's not a joke just kill yourselves. That's a direct quote. <laughs> quote. It's because of things like this. Because, you know, when marketing was just about informing people that, of a product's existence rather than creating a need in people, that's when it had a real purpose. Yeah, I. it annoys me. Friends, it annoys me. Uncle Rob gets angry when he sees people say, oh, I would love to buy these organic things, but they just cost too much. Just buy the regular things, friends because there is no scientific evidence that they're any better than anything else. Um, Rafelka says, organic food is better for the environment, but it's so expensive um, that only people with high incomes can afford them. So buying them becomes a status symbol. True story, Rafelka. Uh, the bridge, why would you use dishwashing uh, deer? I don't know what she's saying there. Rob for president says, Mr. Cruthando, yeah. I mean, one thing we can't deny, and that's what Rafelka says, organic farming is much better for the environment. It is better for the environment. I can't deny that. That's scientifically proven. It's, um, there is substantial evidence. And it's better for animals, you know? I mean, you look at the state, how, how a lot of chicken farming is done, and these chickens crammed into tiny spaces, like um, the poor people who fly on Ryanair. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> it's sad um, but then you know um, organic farms you know they, they treat their animals better and things like that and it's true and it's true and I can't deny that which is where the nuance here comes because obviously it is more expensive to treat the animals in, in, um, in a much better way but anyway all of these all of these are just my opinions friends and my opinions mean nothing what means something friends are your opinions so let's get into this right now i made the statement that the obsession with organic food is more about status than health and you guys said 83 percent true It's all right, now it's the 100 humans. They got excited today. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I shouldn't, get, um, I shouldn't get so worked up about this. Because in the end of the day, I can see both sides of the argument. That's why my show is so, so much based on nuance, right? We, um, the world has seemed to change from, um, from where we all kind of can accept a shade of gray to very, very black and white thinking. Whereas the... Um, where there is no conclusive proof as to whether there are, are actual health benefits to um, to eating organic food, if that is um, if that is something that makes you feel bad, don't let it because there's no scientific evidence. It's true that it's better for the environment, so that is a real concern, right? It's better for the welfare of the animals that we later go ahead and eat. <laughs> it's true, it's true. Um, one thing's for sure, though is that those selfies you see of people in the organic aisle at the supermarket, I'm eating organic tomatoes and organic papaya. <laughs> yeah. Unnecessary and weird. So much of it, because of the price, the inaccessible price of these foodstuffs, um, so much of it makes it so inaccessible to we, your ordinary people, that, yeah, it's become so much about um, status, hasn't it? Like the difference between your average Apple owner and um, people like me and Nachu have five-year-old Android mobile phones. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, it's sad that it is about status, but it certainly is about status. Hopefully one day we'll figure out a way to reduce the price of these things and we can all enjoy organic food um, that is better for the environment, maybe not better for our health. And on that note, friends, let's go to today's 100 Humans. <clears throat> Ollie Danke says, you answer questions? Do I answer questions, Ollie? Yes, I do. Like a magic eight ball. <laughs> you just rub my head <laughs> and I'll give you an answer. Um, the bridge, I'm back. I could do with a new phone, says the bridge. Yeah, couldn't we all? I managed to crack my screen the first few, <laughs> few weeks I had my phone. I'm, sorry. I'm a disaster. I'm a disaster. All right, guys, it was a long walk to work today across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys. And on that walk, I encountered 100 humans. And I asked them all a question. Today's question is, name a vegetable that is not green. Woo! Name a vegetable that is not green. I asked them that question. They gave me their answers. I am in possession of the top seven answers right now. Your job in the audience is to identify the top seven answers. All right. Name a vegetable that is not green. Obviously, I had to do quite a lot of research for this one, Natch. <laughs> I only know like two vegetables. I only know the vegetables you find on frozen pizza, sir. That's it. <laughs> Peppers. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> Let's see. So we're getting some answers in the um, uh, we're getting some answers in the chat. What do you what do you think, Natch? I'm going to say carrot. Carrot. A carrot. The humble carrot. Is it there? No one else. Um, no one else has said anything in the chat. Oh yeah, Min said carrot as well. Carrot. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done, guys. 32 of the 100 humans said carrot. And friends, it's number one answer. <laughs> you guys are killing it. Well done, well done. Um, all right. Lady Bo says turnip. A turnip. Turnip. It's not there. Good job, though. Good job. Natch, can I ask you a question? Yes. <laughs> is aubergine and eggplant the same thing? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All right. <laughs> I'm the English teacher here. Berenjena? Yeah, okay. What? What? Nivelazo! God damn it! So, the bridge and Vero said eggplant or aubergine in, in the UK. Is it there? No, it's not. Great answer, though. It is indeed a vegetable that is not green. Vegan bacon, says Mr. Cruzan. <laughs> I don't even care if it's there. You're getting a probo approved. Probo approved. <laughs> All right. Um, it's not there. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, paprika. Paprika. Oh, sorry. Hang on. Wait. Eggplant is there. What am I talking about? Aubergine. Eggplant. It was there. Sorry. Sorry. Um, Vero and the bridge. Well done. Probo for it. Okay. There you go. It was there. My bad. Uh, paprika, sadly, is not. All right. A tomato. A tomato, says, um, uh, says the bridge. Uh, bridge, the tomato is a fruit. <laughs> How do I know that? It's probably the only fruit I eat. Why? Because it comes on the top of a pizza. <laughs> Sorry. Tomato is not there. Okay. Onion, says Min. Onion. Is it there? No, it's not. Oh, my God. It's a difficult one today. Mr. Cruzando says cauliflower. Uh, cauliflower. Cauliflower. Is it there? Yes, it is, Mr. Cruzando. Wow, you guys are killing it today. Okay, so three of the seven answers have been identified. Carrot, eggplant, and cauliflower. Okay, Rafelka says a beet. A beet or a beet root. Uh, remolacha. Remolacha. Is it there? 
Yes, it is. Well done. I know there's a lot of non-English speaking, um, non-native English speakers in the chat. Let me tell you something. Probo is proud. Dude. <laughs> Been here 20 years, I had to look up what beetroot was in English. <laughs> well, it was in Spanish, sorry. Remolacha. Okay, well done, well done. Parsnip, says um, uh, says Mr. Cruthando. A parsnip. I have no idea what a parsnip is, Natch. Um, parsnip. Uh, let's see. Parsnip. Chiriviva? Uh, Chiriviva? Chiriviva. Parsnip, is it there? No, it's not. Um, we had beetroot. I think tomato is a fruit, says Vero. It is, it is. Rob, I was going to translate, but Rob just helped me out. <laughs> uh, I cannot believe Rob is educating me on vegetables, says a fridge. <laughs> True story. Pumpkin. Pumpkin, says Min. A pumpkin. Uh, calabaza. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done. Oof, guys, you've only got two more to identify. Now, remember, the 100 humans may or may not even know what a vegetable is. So you guys are, you guys are doing a good job. All right. So let me give you a clue. Um, what would you say is the most popular side? You know, a side dish. It's something that comes with almost every meal made from a starchy um, uh, vegetable. Probably the most um, uh, most common vegetable that there is, if I'm if I'm honest with you. I mean, there was a famine of these famously in Ireland many many years ago. What am I talking about, Natch? Potato. The potato. Well done. Yeah, potato famine. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, well done. Well done. Okay, last one. Last one. Uh, this vegetable is. Yeah, sweet potato, said um, uh, said Mr. Cruzando. Yeah, more or less, more or less. Okay, uh, but sweet sweet potato specifically isn't there, but potato was. Okay, this last one is yellow in color. Again, you know, an accompaniment to, um, to quite a lot of dishes. Very popular in the UK. Yellow in color. Um, when they grow, they grow together. Yeah, this is a tough one. Very nice, with, very simple to cook. You just boil them, then you put butter on them, maybe a little bit of salt, and you eat them straight from the cob. Cob in um, in UK. Oh, I see Natch confused. Did you ever have um, a brand called the Jolly Green Giant in, uh, in Spain? I think here is El Gigante Verde. El Gigante Verde. He did peas. And something else, famously. Ooh. All right. Do you know what it is, Natch? Asparagus? No, no, it's not asparagus. The bridge says, corn. Corn. Is it there? Yes, it is, bridge. Well done. Corn is a cereal, she says. Oh, is it really? I did not know that. If that's true. And pumpkin apparently is a fruit. And pumpkin is a fruit. Hundred humans are dumb, man. What do you want? What? Yeah. <laughs> we do go in um, across mountaintops and through river valleys. You know, we get what we can, man. <laughs> All right. Well done, guys. You did it. Um, I asked a hundred humans to name a vegetable that is not green. In position number seven, we had eggplant. Eggplant in position number six. Cauliflower. Cauliflower in position number five. We had beet, a beetroot, remolacha. In position number four. Potato, patata. In position number three. Pumpkin, uh, calabaza. In position number two. We had corn, maíz. And finally, in position number one. Well done to Min and the Natch. It was carrot. I'm having too much fun today, Natch. Should be illegal. All right, let's go to today's. Complete the news. Complete the news. Sadly, I think we only have time for one, although I'd love to do them both. This is Complete the News. I'm going to give you a news headline, un titular, but I'm going to leave out some important information. 
Your job is with the three options I give you to complete the news. Let's go for the first one. The director, Ridley Scott, tells off Regania, tells off French critics who dislike his movie Napoleon. He says, a quote, the French don't even blank. Ridley Scott regaña a los críticos franceses a los que no les gusta Napoleón. Los franceses no se blank. Es un quote, un dicho. Los franceses no se o no saben blank. Is it A, the, fre the French don't even um, like themselves? Is it B, don't even go to the cinema or C, don't even know who Napoleon was. A, B, or C. A, the, the French don't even like themselves. Um, no les gustan a ellos mismos. <laughs> Is it B, they don't even go to the cinema. Um, go to the cinema, ir al cine. Or, or C, know who Napoleon was. Saben quién fue Napoleon. Ooh, A, B, or C. A tough one. What do you think, Natch? A. You think A. The French don't even like themselves. Hmm. Um, uh, the chat seems to be uh, seems to be leaning towards C. Hmm. C being they don't even know who Napoleon was. A B there. Um, they don't even go to the cinema. Cine. All right. Here we go, friends. Strap yourselves in. Ridley Scott tells our French critics who dislike Napoleon. The French don't even. There is no beating the Natch today. It was A. The French don't even like themselves. A few new faces in the chat today. Do click that follow button if you're watching us live on Twitch. All right, guys. Yeah, the director, Ridley Scott, um, director of the historic epic Napoleon, starring Joaquin Phoenix, um, is dismissing negative reviews from France. France, he says, French critic, uh, the French don't even like themselves. All right, guys, that's all we've got time for in today's show. Don't forget, on Sunday evening, got a special After Dark episode, no live show on Monday or Tuesday. Guys, a lot of things you're going to be doing today. But instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me and the Natch, and it means the world. I will see you next time. <laughs>